I guess I I guess I can't steer what you record. I just gotta get caught, I suppose. Yeah, it's a it's a game. You it's a it's a hunting game, like catching an animal. Is that a- Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Mr. Hector B. Poole. Ah! Wrong one, Frank. Good nope. Christ. God damn it. I don't uh, want to hear that, Mr. Victor B. Poole, whatever the hell's name what is. You? While you're doing that, I'll do the intro, I guess, because, you know, because failure. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 51. Today's episode is 215, The Invaders. I'm Phoenix West. I'm yeah. Frank Links, I think. There we go. This is our first time video uh, podcasting, I guess. <laughs> I um, know. And I'm, on a, and I'm on a new <laughs> microphone, and this is all... Ah. We almost did a whole episode of like Tech Talk before, before we started recording. It was fun. Uh, but are you... You you gonna be good? You wanna do the intro or do you wanna start talking about the episode? I know I have it. Uh-huh. All right. I get Hector B. Poole. I got that. <laughs> I didn't read I didn't name that one actually. What'd I do? All right. Let's uh I know I No. No no no. Mr. Shut up, Rod. <laughs> Are all of your clips that you pulled just <laughs> Mr. Whatever Pool? Shouldn't be. I got the outro. She smashes, she kills. <laughs> what happened? And then it says intro. I don't know. I think we'll start talking about the episode because it doesn't sound like you're going to have it. So, um, Yeah. This is one of the good ones. This is one of the, the good episodes. It's uh, very, very simple. It's your favorite? My all-time favorite. Really? Yeah. This is I, a... I got the little guy over there. Remember? Yeah, yeah, you told me. So I was thinking <laughs> I was watching this. Yeah. Um, are, are you, I can't tell if you're playing it. The video's kind of throwing me off here. I'm not used to it. Uh, yeah, I'm not used to it either, but uh, it is what it is. I'm not actually looking at you. Um, no, you, are, trying, you are like lurking no, in the shadows on your end. <laughs> like you're the fan yeah, of the I'm, opera. I got no light here. All right, I'm, 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 I'm signing off the, 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 the video. How about you? You want to stay on the video? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I'll just go, go like this. I don't know why I got. Hold on, damn it! Just talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe the opening of the episode. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this one starts off with Rod peeping on a woman through her window. He's just like oh, yeah. standing outside of it doing a speech, and she's just like doesn't react but, to no. him. Very chill. And he's just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this woman after I rape her. That's a, that's the vibe <laughs> I was getting. I don't know about you. You're still uh, looking around over <laughs> there, so I guess let's keep going. He. Uh, I couldn't figure this out what she's ridiculous. She's cooking. How many lights do I got to turn on in this house for me to not have a shadow? I, I'm not worried about the shadow. <laughs> huh? I've moved past the shadow. We're good. Uh, oh, what is she? She's making a potato, but it looked like it was a potato made out of like bologna. Um. Well, she's from a. You know. Well, she's. Yeah. Don't reveal <laughs> anything. I'm not revealing nothing. <laughs> it's a. I, she's slicing it open like shadows it's, now. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, I'm, like the half side of my face is black. <laughs> That's all right. I like face off. Got like half <laughs> half thing going. Face. Uh, this this woman's weird. That's all I can say. She all I could think about in the <laughs> o- opening with her was she's just like you know 
she looks d- disheveled and she looks depressed and I'm like she's like every woman in my family I swear <laughs> just like no <laughs> lust for life just like going through the motions every single day and it's like oh god this is sad and she's making a potato so I'm like this really feels like home this episode's really uh get me homesick I swear to God, that potato she's cutting up is just looks like it's made out of meat. It was fucking weird looking. And oh, then, God. And she keeps doing weird shit. Like, she starts to, starts to cut the potato, and then she pulls out a knife, and then she, like, sl- like, slices her finger to see if it's sharp. And I'm like, just if it's not cutting the potato, it's not sharp. Why do you need to slice it across your finger? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Why isn't this cutting this potato? Yeah. Ow! The science is done. <laughs> and later we find out the knife was sharp. Ah. <sighs> This woman uh, does what I describe in my book, 100 Things That'll Burn Hell, called Looking at Loudspeakers, where <laughs> she hears something above her, not in the house, not in the roof, or not in the ceiling, but it's above her, flying above her house. You hear like a flying saucer noise, and she just stares at the ceiling. And I'm yeah. like, you, you can't see it. What you looking at it for? I, it, it is, I, I equate that to people who, you know, you remember high school, when, you know, the all of a sudden you hear like the fucking propaganda blared over the loudspeakers from the principal or whatever, and everyone's uh, looking at the loudspeaker. I'm like, what are you guys looking at? Like, why are you looking at the speaker? He's like, it's not a, there's not a little guy up there. It's not a screen. Well, it's a that's fucking where the speaker. sound's coming from. People yeah. look at where the sound's coming from. Yeah, but your ears, <laughs> it's, it's audio. You don't need to look. It's so weird to me. Uh, so, so you like sociology? I don't know about that. I just don't, <laughs> I don't like uh, things that don't make sense. Okay, so, okay, you like to, you know, like okay, sociology, isn't it? <laughs> eh, I don't know if I go that far. Yeah, is it, the, you know, the study of people. Yeah. I'd like to uh, break down what people do, what they do, so I guess so. You're, um, you're, you're, you would be considered a people watcher, I think. Yeah, definitely. Hey, by the way, I think I'm at that point where, you know, Rod just all of a sudden comes in. If you want to hear the intro. Oh, <laughs> now that we're happy with the show. Huh? Now that we're halfway through the show, let's, let's yeah. talk about that. Why not? Oh, wait. Shit. Okay, hold on. Gotta turn the volume up, baby. Yeah. All right. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck you're holding. It just looks like this weird contraption. A house without electricity or gas. Oh, wait, wait. House- I gotta go back. There. Lights on. There we go. This is one of the out-of-the-way places, the unvisited places, bleak, wasted, dying. This is a farmhouse, handmade, crude, a house without electricity or gas, a house untouched by progress. This is the woman who lives in the house. I'm spying on her. A woman who's been alone for many years. <laughs> a strong, simple woman whose only problem up until this moment has been that of acquiring enough food to eat. A woman about to face terror, which is even now coming at her from the twilight zone. Oh. Why is he looked up? I thought he was going to say me. <laughs> he, he just looks up. He goes, yeah. the twilight zone. <laughs> it's up there. I, I know the twilight zone was 20 feet in the air. <laughs> I thought he was going to go, the only terror she's going to fear is from me. <laughs> he just jumps in the window. Just ravages her. Well, she, well what's she ever, whatever she's doing, she's doing it hanging halfway out the window. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Uh, it was weird. Meat potatoes. Uh, so Don't knock meat and potatoes, man. I love it. I'm not knocking it. I, I'm just saying this is a potato made of meat. 
some sort of animal potato. <laughs> Fucking weird looking. It's sliced <laughs> like bologna, but it looked like potato. I don't know what the fuck is going on. She's just eating it like cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Raw. It was a turnip. Yeah. I think it was a turnip. She, I have no idea, honestly. I'll take your word. Let's just, let's just go with it. Okay. So uh, this, she hears a spaceship. There's a, this is a pretty simple plot line to this episode. It's not, you know, it's not a major plot episode. It's just a really well-made one. Uh, Re- uh, uh, Richard Matheson wrote this. Indeed. Indeed he did. It's maybe the most simplistic episode. Is there a more simplistic one? Uh, no, this I, is I about it. Yeah, I can't name one that's more simple than this, but even the one but with, like, Adam and Eve, you know, it, even that's got more going on in it than this. And that one's just not I, as good, obviously. I mean, two's pretty simplistic. We haven't gotten to that yet, though. Yeah. Have we? No, we haven't done two, have we? I don't remember which one two is, so. What was uh, uh, Branson? What's his name? Or I thought he was hot. What? Well, women thought he was hot. <laughs> you mean Charles Branson? Oh, okay, okay. You know, women wanted him and men wanted to be him. I don't remember the episode, though. That's not really descriptive of the episode. Okay, it's uh, two different soldiers. They meet in a, 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 a city. Uh, the street signs are in English, so as we could read them. Like, thanks, Rod. I, I need you to tell me that. I can read the street signs. <laughs> My point being is it's like a... It looks like a, a movie set that they just threw trash all over the place. <laughs> and they ate chicken legs, or chi- yeah, chicken legs out of a can. I would never do that, but they did. I officially have less of an idea what this episode's about now. <laughs> well, I can't wait till we do it because I think it's in like four episodes. Okay, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely in season two. I okay. know that much. Two's in two. So is 22, the episode 22. Man, too much going on there. Yeah, um, it's, it's too much. I, I guess we should describe the plot of this one. <laughs> she. Uh, do you want to go? Do you want to go? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing the what face the? right now. She just sta- <laughs> stares at her ceiling and she goes upstairs. She takes her confused face up to the fucking attic and there's this uh, tiny spaceship. Name, What's that? Her name's Aggie. Her, she has a name? Oh, yeah, Agnes. Ag- <laughs> Aggie Moorhead. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I was like, the character had a name. <laughs> I didn't realize you were talking about Agnes Moorhead. Yeah, we have two episodes today that have... Characters from Bewitched. What are the odds? Yeah, she was. Uh, she was the grandmother. Yeah, she was. Right? What was her name? Ed, Edna. Edna. Something like that. Edna. I don't know. I'll look it up. Anyway, uh, she's right here. Either way, yeah, and and she also, she was also taught to mind by Marcel Marceau. In <laughs> yeah, just lots if of I... expressions. She was Endora. That was close. That was close. That's it. Yeah, that was. No, I wasn't that close at all. Hey, I was getting there. I was narrowing in, like a, <laughs> when you play Battleship. Close, but, you know, I'll figure it out. Uh, B2, it, I mean, it was really like F4, but you were close. <laughs> I'm not saying I was exact. I'm saying I was going to get there. I would have, you know, assembled the pieces eventually. Are you going to just light that cigarette or what? <laughs> it's fucking taking yeah, well, <laughs> I've just been watching well, it dangle there. I'm trying to get to the, uh, tw- the Twilight Zone wiki here. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and, and just uh, speed through this a little bit here. Uh, she goes upstairs, tiny little spaceship, uh, and the little thing opens, 
Makes a bunch of noises when she tries to touch it. Sounds like one of those little kid space guns, you know, those little white ones that are like, like just all those noises. I don't know why those are everywhere. They're fucking the most irritating thing in the goddamn world. But every kid had seven of them. And they weren't fun to play with. They weren't like cap guns. They were not <laughs> entertaining. It's not no. one of those guns you pulled the trigger and you're like, gotcha. It was more like, oh, this is fucking irritating. I'm going to can't wait for this battery to die in the middle of the night. <laughs> it just lights up, that's all. Yeah. But it puts little bird holes on her. Like like little cigarette, like, pss, pss, yeah. Pss, pss. <laughs> I called it. I called it, it was giving her extra nipples. That's what it looked like, like dog nipples. It was weird. It, it was it was pathetic. It's like you guys have no weapons at all. <laughs> you can't affect this giant. <laughs> to them anyway. Yeah. These it, little these little roly poly fat guys that waddle everywhere. They're kinda like you know what they remind me of? Remember the fifth element? The beginning oh, of Oh yeah. Uh what were they called? Uh the I don't remember the, what they're called, but they look like they're made out of like metal, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they waddled all around and the the key was the finger. Yeah. And this is, yeah. yeah. Definitely, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That was very similar to those, yeah. Uh, The whole time she's running around the house, I was like, is she brain damaged, retarded, feral, (laughs) fucking caveman? What's going on with this broad? She's a mute. She's She got her tongue cut out in the war. She's a mute because the plot plot twist makes her... She has to be a mute for that to work. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's the only reason. She can't... Yeah, I mean, if she says anything legible, that that ruins the whole. Yes. So she makes sounds. Yeah, she Look makes gasps, lots of like heavy breathing, like over dramatically, <sighs> like when she falls down, when she kicks the one down the stairs or down the attic chute, whatever the hell that what? was. Well, there was, I think there was what, like three of them? I think there was three total. I guess I wasn't really keeping track. Well, she killed. She killed two definitely. I know that much. Yeah. And she, I think she killed the third one towards the end. But my favorite one is one was in her bed, right? So she wraps the her her, <laughs> her bed sheets up yeah. and and a knife comes through the bed sheets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she starts slamming it against the, the freaking dining room table. Like smacks. They have a lot of tricks with those knives, because the first one is it slices her foot. She freaks oh, out. Yeah. She uh, runs around the house. It's just a series of her running around the house trying to kill these little little robot-looking dudes. And then my favorite yeah. one, though, is when she goes over the door and she goes to pull on the little wood piece, and it just, like, slides this knife really quickly through the door handle. <laughs> She's know. like, ah! And it's you like, can tell it didn't cut her. I was like, what like, the fuck so, is that? So, 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 so many questions came to my mind at that point. <laughs> like, A, how did he get way up there by the handle? I don't know. And B, I, how is he holding this damn knife? <laughs> I don't, it didn't make any sense. I had so many questions. Like, why is she like, her weapon of choice for the longest time was like a fucking butter churning spoon. Like this big, and she's sweeping the floor with it. And then uh, at one point she holds a candle down below her bed and then she like can see that there's nothing there, but she still slides the hatchet across the floor. Like it's kind of, like she's a... Uh, blessing it like a fucking weird seance thing. I don't know, like she's spreading sage over the house. I don't know what the hell she's doing. It bothered the shit out of me. You see nothing's there. She's still, still scraping well, it with the, with the blade. It's to drive home how primitive she is. Is that what it is? She's so stupid? Yeah. Turnip-eating bitch. God, she deserves whatever. I like to pretend she's, you know, she deserves whatever happened to her. Also, I had a, a couple thoughts here I guess I'll get into. One, 
I can see Charles Band watching this episode and being like, "Yep, gonna make a whole Puppet Master series about this. Just gonna go with it because that's what this—that's what this is. It's just a setup for Puppet Master movies." And then, <laughs> second reaction I had was when she's going crazy on the, the spaceship at the end with the hatchet. I expected, I wanted to do a, I wanted my my version of the twist. I guess would be cut to reality and she's just chopping up her children. She's one of those ladies. <laughs> Just killing her fucking family. Like, ah. And one was like, Mommy, why? And just, she's just murdering all of them. Too just many all dead. of wine on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Just a fucking lunatic who lost her goddamn mind. Because that's what it felt like. But, you know what's funny? Yeah. The, the, the plot of this episode on Wikipedia is literally two paragraphs. Yep. Very small ones. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the plot of this on IMDb gives away the ending, or pretty much. So, yeah, this one too. <laughs> when a woman investigates a clamor on a roof of her rural ha- house, she discovers a small UFO and little aliens emerging from it. Or so it seems. <laughs> or maybe not. You'll have to find out. <laughs> or a twist. It wants to say that. Spooky, oh, spooky. Goodness. Oh, yeah. And that's right. And then after she smacks the alien like five times on the table. She throws the thing in a box and then throws it in the fire. Instead of just giving up the blanket. Yeah. (laughs) Throw the blanket in the fire. You're wasting a good wooden box. Yeah. I thought that was hysterical. Like, wow, not only did she just beat him to death, but now she's going to burn him? (laughs) Sadist. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's psychotic, I swear. Um, I... I guess there's since there's not really a whole lot of plot, we're kind of at the end of the of the plot. So let's just get there. Pretty much. I mean, I I do have something. Uh, uh, I mean, I had like three recordings for this. Nothing much. It was the intro. I thought. <laughs> Oops. Uh, and then it was what I got here. I got the outro, so that's cool. And then the one that where she kills one, and when she smashes the ship. Yep. So uh, yeah. Uh, this is when she kills the one with the bag. Oh, it's just a bunch of sound effects. I'm not going to play that. Okay. There could be dozens of these guys in the house. She doesn't know, but no. she still just stays in the fucking house. We'll run away. Run away. Run away. Let them it, it, just come back in a couple days. She might die run in the away, I don't know. Make a Molotov cocktail of all the, you know, one of the bottles of wine, many bottles <laughs> of wine that she has, and just toss it at the house. It's all wood. It's going to go up in a second. She'll be homeless, but she'll be alive. Exactly, and they'll all be dead. Yeah. She'll have to go and turn up hunting. She smash up that ship from that movie, Forbidden Planet. That's true, yeah. I... Anyway, so, uh, yeah, this is her smashing the um, the thing. This is the other ship. Eventually you'll hear somebody talking. Uh, uh, I've my night last night. Central Control! Come in, Central Control! Do you read me? Gresham is dead. Repeat, Gresham is dead. The ship's destroyed. Incredible race of giants here. Race of giants. No Central Control. No counterattack. Repeat, no counterattack. Too much for us. Too powerful. Stay away. I'm finishing. 
It's so, so on with the noises. I I love this episode, but I hate the twist. I think it's fucking stupid. I thought the twist was great. Why? Because they pan over. It says U.S. Air Force. Yes, that's what I hated about it. I'm like, they're not even human. What? Yeah, like, they are. They're, they're, they're little robots. No, they're human and little roly-poly. See, they don't know if the atmosphere is breathable or not. It, it obviously is, but... <laughs> it's so stupid. The, but the but the see they're really big roly polies because you know the the oxygen is being pumped through the suit that they're in so they're like the Michelin Man and, and that's and for some reason this is a better idea than just regular astronaut suits. Have you seen the other <laughs> astronaut suits in the show? Does it get better? <laughs> Those uh, silver jumpsuit ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean. It would have made more sense, but it would have been given away the ending. I think the ending just could. I think they, if they didn't have the ending, I would still like the episode just as much. I think it's just a unnecessary twist. That's all. It didn't need to happen. I, I liked it because it made it, it made it so you were actually watching a giant fight. Us. Yeah, it's a. I like it because I'm rooting against Americans the whole time. Well, for the next three <laughs> years. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, anyway. they, they weren't humans. And I was like, and then they did a shot where the camera at the very end after she smashed it to bits and it's, you know, she's realizing whatever the fuck she's realizing. I don't know if she even understands what the hell's happening because it's alien no. language to her. Um, it, the camera pans away. And I'm like, this is on her roof? Who has like a weird hatch yeah. entrance to their roof? Why? That's a- very interesting way to get to the roof. I <laughs> no sense. Like I, rainwater is gonna be pouring in there, like fucking crazy. I, a, well, it doesn't look like it rains there much. <laughs> Enough to grow turnips. They grow anywhere. Yeah, but it needs some moisture. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, she has Rod, to drink something. Rod could under maybe. Let's see how what Rod has to say. You want you want to hear that one? The ending. The, yeah, see okay. what Rod has to say. I always want to hear what Rod has to say. Might as well. These are the invaders. The tiny beings from the tiny place called Earth who would take the giant step across the sky to the question marks that sparkle and beckon from the vastness of a universe only to be imagined. The invaders who found out that a one-way ticket to the stars beyond as the ultimate price tag. And we have just seen it entered in a ledger that covers all the transactions of the universe. A bill stamp paid in full and to be found on file in the Twilight Zone. This keeps rambling on. <laughs> you know, why does everybody who goes to the Twilight Zone have to pay a bill? <laughs> but they always yeah. pay in full. It's like, you know, that was creepy and creepy and creepy. Creepy and scary, uh, and all. And uh, what do I owe for that? <laughs> Here you go. This guy ditched on the bill, just right out halfway through the meal. Didn't even pay. Didn't even tip. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What I don't know what this woman deserved. <laughs> she must have done something terrible. I don't know. Well, I no, guess it has nothing to do with that. It was the. It was you know. It's. It is to remind us that. Uh, you know, in a hundred years from now or so, or whatever, when we gain the, uh, you know, the power to travel to different wor- worlds, to remind ourselves that 
We're we could land on a race of giants. Never know. Yeah. I, I mean, at any rate, this woman was the victim. Let's just go ahead and, and admit that. Yeah, and the invaders were the... Uh, no, the invaders were the victims. They landed in her goddamn house. If someone landed in my house, I'm fucking them up. Well, where else are they supposed to land? It's just like people that go in the ocean. They're like, oh, I got bit by a shark. How dare it? And like, no, no, you're in its, you're in its land. You kinda, you're in its home. Oh. Kind of deserve it, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. And but... uh, for, let me also bring that point up. How fucking dumb are these American astronauts where they're like, we have this giant desolate field. Let's land on this house. This giant house. <laughs> I, they had to have recognized it coming from that far away. It uh, just not have made any sense to me. Unless they're going there for like a fucking hit. They're going to kill this woman. Intergalactic assassins or something. I don't know. Why else land right there? Like, it wasn't uh, a crash look, landing. No, they landed perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Made no sense from the land right they, there. They even landed perfectly next to the hatch. <laughs> I mean, she opens the hatch and the and the fucking thing's right there to her left. Yeah. Like, oh, good. I don't have to walk around the roof to find this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't. She didn't have to go get a ladder. She didn't have to fucking do anything. And I don't get why they don't just go, hey, there's a giant and I'm the fuck out of here. That's it. You would think if they can go to different planets, they would have like infrared cameras or something to see if there was anything living inside. Assholes. Fucking astronauts. What's wrong with this country? God. Uh, we only think so much ahead, I think. What's wrong with us? Um, you got anything else to say about this episode? What's that? Anything else about this episode you, you want to get to? See, the problem with this episode is there's really not much to really talk about. I mean, it's just watch it, enjoy it, and, uh, yeah. I mean, the enjoyment factor of this episode is high. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it couldn't take my eyes off it, unlike the previous and next episode. Oh, don't say it. Oh, come on. You didn't like the next episode? I like it, but it was way too long. I was just like... It's like, I I get it. He can read people's thoughts. I I, I don't not like it. It's a fine episode, especially compared to the one before The Invaders. Oh, my God. The the car salesman. Yeah. This one is so fucking good. But like we were saying, there's not a lot of plot. And I think it was kind of... I, I, I don't know if it really is, but in my mind, it was more of a reaction to the kind of the criticism to all the overacting in the episodes. That's why she says nothing. And she actually puts up, puts on a performance. Yeah, because everything that was going on was, was you know, like, that's why we don't have sound clips or anything, or I played the wrong one. My point being is, you know... You did play the I wrong like, one. Well, eventually I did. <laughs> <laughs> I just played the actual episode. <laughs> but my, my point being is, is like, you know, they got a great actress for this role. She didn't say a word, and everything that she did, and everything she was feeling, and everything, like everything, was all through her uh, uh, actions and emotions. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah, definitely. It it was uh, very different from other episodes. There's a couple that are like this, and uh, even the episodes I like, like Obsolete Man, is just overacting like crazy, but it's it's fun to watch. And uh, my favorite What's episode, Shadow Play, is yeah, definitely is. 
it's a shadow plays you know it's, i don't mean over like create like shatner-ish i just mean like uh the same well, acting i guess every twilight yeah. actor is almost the exact same style well yeah i guess it would be you just considered who made it yeah. right my point being is like um I don't think the Opsy Man was overacted that really that bad. I thought it was perfect, actually. I mean, I thought Burgess Meredith put on. Well, we'll talk about that when it comes up. But yeah. Um, but I but I know by, like what you mean by the overacting in some of these episodes, like uh, like that one we really hated that was shot on film. Ugh. On video. Yeah, the lateness of the hour or something. The lateness of the hour. The title oh. that makes no goddamn sense. The title was that. I think the title was the best part about the freaking episode. That's because it's unrelated to the fucking episode. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it was actually I, creative. Well, I guess was it just because they're old and dying? I guess I don't know. I I don't know. The fuck. I don't want to think about that episode. God damn it, Frank. Why do you bring it up? Uh, <laughs> I, I like this episode. Uh, not so big in the twist in the end. I didn't really have a problem with it. It's just I could have done without it. But that's just me. I, I get why someone would like it, though. Uh, it's in my top ten. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm trying to. Eventually, I'd like to actually compile a top ten because I feel like we're gonna say that like sixty times. <laughs> this one's in my top I, ten or my bottom ten. Well, I I, I have compiled a top ten Ooh. list. Maybe when we finish up, we can we can you know compare our tens. Hey, in three years, hell yeah, compare our tens. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the the international symbol for large cock on camera. <laughs> I know. <laughs> with, with the, with the two, I'm just explaining it for the listeners. With the two hands, you know, a good ten inches away from each other. There you go. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how I like to end episodes. Uh, oh, I like thirteen inches, rounds. but whatever. Uh, that's too much for me. I'm not that big well, of a man. You know, it takes time. Practice. Oh yeah, I'm not willing to put in the effort. I guess. I just... <laughs> Um, I don't have a lot of black friends. The <laughs> episode is really good. I, it deb- debuted on January twenty seventh, nineteen sixty one. By the way, um, by the way, I, I, we forgot to mention it, and you forgot to remind me because you were busy oh. fucking up your clip. <laughs> anyway, uh, it would it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't fuck up a clip. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a nece- necessity, really. Do you have any parting wisdom? Do you want to do plugs? Uh. Uh, way off topic radio at links on Twitter. That's double L N K Z. I need you to message me one of these days your links so I can put them in the show notes. Because every time I'm like, I should put the no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I'm going to no get problem. him to type them up just so I can throw it in there. I'll save it as a clip and just throw it in there. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, go to lawstudios.com, check out the shows, Shitty Movie Showdown, Nick Cage Cast, uh, Hack from the Future, American, blah, blah, blah. You, you get the drill. YouTube.com slash Lloyd During in Wonderland. Go LAW Studios. Rate and review. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm. Share it and tell your friends. Indeed, indeed, most indeedly. What do Un- you have in your hand? What is it's that? It's a coaster. I play with a coaster, I sit there and spin it. Why? Because I have to do something with my hands. <laughs> Me too. I'm a fissure. <laughs> Look, I have, I have contact cleaner because <laughs> I spilled, I spilled uh, coffee into my MacBook and it still works, yeah. but the keys are sticky. Yeah. So I'm constantly spraying it. Just get all that, all that semen out of it. 
Um, <laughs> until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Lakes. So long, citizens. <laughs>